Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast powered by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M. And we're dedicated to highlighting fast-growing Aggie entrepreneurs, learning how they overcame the growth challenges with the creative growth hacks, and connecting them with other entrepreneurs within the Aggie network. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your co-host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Got a little question for you, Ags. How does the CIA spook service country after 2001 and then come back to Texas, get an engineering degree, and then join and then own one of the fastest growing Aggie entrepreneuring engineering firms and just recently completed a merger? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today with Travis Tatum, CEO of Dunham Engineering. Travis is a fellow class of 2001 member. So I hope that y'all enjoy this interview as much as we enjoyed having it. So pass it on back, Ags, and listen up to Travis as he shares some good bull. Well, howdy, everyone. We are so excited to have Travis Tatum with Dunham Engineering. Uh, he is an Aggie 100 winner, and he is the owner of, uh, as I said, of Dunham Engineering. So Travis, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, yes, sir. Happy to happy to be here and uh, appreciate you guys uh, being interested in our company and our story here. Well, I especially want to give a shout out and congratulations on some amazing news that you had at the beginning of 2020. So first, before we get started, I just want to say congratulations. and I think that's absolutely amazing uh, on your merger with Dudley Engineering. Uh, yes, sir. It is. And I appreciate that. We're, uh, we're very excited about it. Dudley brings a wealth of structural engineering experience to what we already have here. So uh, continues to fill out that uh, structural and corrosion engineering and inspection mission that we have here. We're, we're excited about everything he and his team bring and uh, looking, looking forward to an awesome 2020. That's great. And, and obviously, you know, on a podcast that talks about uh, Aggie-owned businesses, both of you are Aggies, merging and acquiring uh, other businesses is a way that a lot of entrepreneurs do seek to, to, to grow. So I think that this is so appropriate to be able to be talking with you uh, Absolutely. about that. So let's kind of kick off the interview round. All of our audience always likes to hear, you know, we, we share so much love and affinity for Texas A&M University. So Travis, can you narrow down your time at A&M and, and can you tell us your favorite Aggie memory? There's so many really, really good ones. I'll give you two if I can. One is a, is a, is a very sad memory. You know, bonfire fell 20, 20 yep. years ago in, in November. And although it was a very sad day and I was, I was there that morning when my parents called looking for me and Luckily for me, I was safe in my bed that morning and not at stack like I had been before. But it was also a very powerful time to be on campus, to see the strength of the Aggie family, to see how that network supports each other. And uh, has just been a big memory in my life going forward to see. I think that the Aggie family was uniquely equipped to, to handle that, to learn from it and uh, to, be, to be stronger because of it. Uh, My, I agree more. Appreciate that. I'm going to give you a happy one, too. Um, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> I remember, yeah, it might, be, it might be depressing for the podcast, but uh, uh, Aggies that um, were definitely there at that time will, will appreciate it, I think. I think the, the, the best thing, I mean, fit, fish camp was awesome, but my first Texas, Texas A&M football game, I will never forget. Yeah. It was a rainy, awful weather game. <laughs> and, I mean, I think at that time the stadium held, you know, about 80,000 people. 80,000 people standing up in the rain uh, watching A&M beat TU that year, that fall rainy day in 1997, was just incredible. I had never been part of a, 
of a group like that before. It kind of uh, formed in my mind that, you know, none, none of my family were, were, were Aggies, so I didn't really have that long-term Aggie you know, family tradition, and it just kind of cemented in my head that this is what it's all about, and this is why it's special. So um, that's my favorite memory from the four years there. Wow, that's pretty awesome. A lot of my favorite memories, you know, uh, for Texas A&M revolve around football as well. So we, I can go on and on about that, but you know, that's not what this is all about. Right. So. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Travis. So you and I've known each other for a couple of years and there is something that is so unique to you. And that was, that was your first job out of Texas A&M and it, it, it was not engineering. So can you tell me a little bit about that? And then how did you transition into your current company? You bet. Yes, sir. I had kind of a winding road to, to engineering and Dunham Engineering. So I graduated from A&M December of 2001 and just a few months after 9-11, which was pretty, pretty impactful for everybody coming out of school, especially at, at A&M where we have, you know, big, big ROTC program. So usually when you went to the business career fair there at A&M, I got a business degree the first time and then went back got an engineering degree. When you go into the business career fair, there were all kind of different financial services companies and banks and investment companies and this and that. But anyway, when I went to the career fair in the fall of 2001, <laughs> there was the FBI, the CIA, the Department of State, every branch of the military. I said, well, I guess I'm going to go work for Uncle Sam. <laughs> so that's exactly what I did. Applied uh, and joined the uh, CIA, went to um, Northern Virginia for a couple of years, worked at Langley and at a couple of satellite offices. And it was quite an experience. It was an awesome time to be in Washington, D.C. As, as an Aggie, as a Texan. You know, Bush was in the White House. So there were a lot of Texans up there, big, big A&M club and Washington, D.C. and government employment. Wasn't really my thing. So I came back to school, got an engineering degree, but it was an awesome experience and wouldn't, wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So That's let me awesome. just get this straight. You're a former spook that's now an engineer. <laughs> yes, sir. That is, that is one way to say it. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Right, so I have a follow-up question. How in the world did you go from CIA to deadly engineering? I met a girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the story, right? Uh, we, um, no, I, uh, I met my now wife, who is uh, Jimmy Dunham's daughter. We started dating, and I um, was working at, um, I came back to Texas, got, in the, got back in the oil field, uh, which is kind of my family's business, and uh, was looking at doing something else and going back to school, and her dad had this little engineering firm, Dunham Engineering, and they said, you know, I've got this little firm. I think it could be a bigger firm. I know you're looking at going back to school. This thing between you and my daughter looks like it's probably going to work out. Uh, what do you think about doing engineering and coming to working with me? So that's, that's what I did. In uh, 2006, January of 06, I uh, was employee number four here at Dunham Engineering and um, came back to school and came back to work here, and the rest is history. So it's been, it's been an awesome ride. Wow. And so from 2006 till 2020, you've gone from four employees to, to what did you just say, right at 50? Which is for, for round numbers, we'll say we've gone from four to 40. That's fantastic. All right. So, you know, with that in mind, can you tell us a little bit more about Dudley Dunham Engineering and, you know, why did y'all choose to merge? And tell us a little bit about you. How did this all start? The merger started actually, uh, Drew Dudley approached a couple of our young engineers, uh, not not trying to hire them, but uh, trying to uh, (laughs) say, hey, 
I want to start something in town amongst the structural engineering firms, kind of like what AIA Brazos has, where the architects meet and, you know, discuss things and just try to make the industry, to improve the state of the industry. And uh, so he was reaching out to the other structural engineering firms to kind of start building that up. That's where we met each other. And as we got to, went to a few meetings together and started getting to know each other better, Rick and I just immediately recognized that, hey, this guy, he's us, you know, I mean, he's the same, I mean, we got the same mission, the same vision, the same goals. He fits the uh, age and experience kind of gap that we had. We had really great senior staff and really great young staff, uh, but we kind of were missing that middle project manager, middle senior project manager level that Drew had. Also had a couple of credentials that we didn't have in-house that we'd been subbing for. So uh, we reached out to him and his wife, Anna, uh, who's also a professional engineer and is actually the president of Dudley Dunham. She currently has another job as well, but is uh, transitioning over here. Uh, So they'll they'll be working together with us and uh, reached out to them, and they said, hey, you know, it's funny y'all were thinking that. We were thinking the same thing. <laughs> so that, uh, oh, cool. It all happened, uh, you know, late summer, early fall of last year. They came in, and um, Drew and Rick and Anna are working in our, so, you know, we tell people in our elevator speech that, you know, we're structural corrosion engineers specializing in tanks, towers, buildings, and bridges. They are uh, essentially, Rick, Drew, and Anna are now at Dudley Dunham Engineering is the building and bridge company within Dunham Engineering. And then Dunham Engineering is doing the uh, tanks and towers and, and, and an encrosion side of the business. So that's kind of how it split up. And we're excited about the opportunities. That is so cool. And, and this is still formally, I guess, as we're recording this, less than two weeks old since, since the announcement, you're going through some growing pains. Uh, I wonder, is there anything that you have experienced before that has helped you kind of overcome these challenges? Anything specifically at A&M that maybe prepared you to face this new challenge in, in your entrepreneurial journey? I think the biggest thing is that it all gives us a common thing of some 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 common ground like like you said we're all Aggies uh, Anna Drew Rick and and, and myself so it, it immediately gives you a common denominator that you know you can start a meeting and you can talk about the Aggie football game you know you can talk about this or that you kind of know a little bit about the other person's character history what they're what they're interested in so from a kind of personal and softer skill side of the the coin from the harder skill side of the coin. You know, obviously my business education at, at A&M, you know, valuing firms is a big part of this. You got to figure out what we're worth and what they're worth, and financial statement analysis and balance sheets and P&Ls and all that. I definitely uh, lean back on my financial statement analysis class for my uh, senior, senior year to dig back in and uh, think about, all right, how do we put a value on If anybody's ever tried to value a small, you know, closely held firm before, like we were going back and forth, I showed Drew, I said, well, this is what I think we're worth and this is what I think you're worth. And I'll tell you right now, both numbers are wrong. And that's, that's <laughs> it, right? I mean, it's, you know, you just, you, you, you hope that they're wrong by the same amount. They're at least proportional because it's impossible to get to a, it's, it's not like the stock market, you know, or you can just look it up and, oh, what's done them worth today? Okay, great. Right. So that was definitely a big part of it. And then, um, of course, my 
my engineering education at, at, at A&M, all, everybody, all, all the group has great engineering education. It's been really good for, you know, figuring out how we're going to work on projects together, how we're going to service customers together. So there's no doubt that A&M has contributed to the, to the success of this, of this venture and this merger. That's, that's awesome. awesome. And, and as your banker, I appreciate your ability to, to produce and interpret financial statements. So we speak the same language. So thank you for that. <laughs> of course. Right. <laughs> right. So, everybody did it. Yeah. Piece of cake. I probably should learn that skill. I'm, I'm not good at that kind of stuff, honestly. I'm the marketer, right? So, you know, uh, along those lines, what's your biggest challenge, you know, uh, and so far in those two weeks and what have you done to overcome them? And, and not just the two weeks, but even as you're evaluating and so forth, really trying to figure out how the merger is going to happen. What was the single biggest challenge to that and how did you hack it? The single biggest challenge is blending together two families. Uh, it's like it's like getting married to a new spouse when you've got kids involved. We've been trying to think about, you know, okay, what's kind of our marketing message going to be, you know, with these two firms running side by side. And one that I'm kind of using is that, you know, we're two branches of the same family tree. And uh, getting our combined now 43 or 44 employees to all, you know, nobody knows each other. Nobody knows exactly how the other kids work and how they play. And are we going to have to share our rooms and all that kind of stuff? That was the, the biggest challenge. And I'll tell you the hack. And, you know, the marriage counselors will say it too. It's, it's, it's communication, right? You cannot communicate too much. Um, yep. So, you know some meetings, some lunches, some, you know, figuring out, okay, what are, what are you concerned about? Please tell me the things you're concerned about. Don't just sit there and fester about them. Um, oh, yeah. That's not going to, that's not yeah. going to help anybody. So trying to draw those things out and let everybody know that, look, both firms are growing. Nobody's going to lose their job in this deal. Both firms need to make hires. So, you know, start, start off with that, that, you know, nobody's job is in jeopardy. Then, you know, what are, what are your concerns about getting a new boss, a new office mate, a new coworker? Like I said, we went to their Christmas party. They came to our Christmas party. We had some lunches. We had a New Year's Eve party here to try to do some team building and joint activities. And I think that went a long ways to when you do hit those inevitable speed bumps, they don't throw you off course. That is so wise and so simple, but probably very difficult to actually execute upon. It's a challenge, but I enjoy challenges. So there you go. <laughs> well, Travis, this is just the one of many steps that you guys have had to achieve and to, to reach towards and accomplish your strategic goals. But using kind of a Jim Collins quote or a, a phrase that he coined, what is either your personally or Dunham Engineering's big, hairy, audacious goal? So, yeah, I'm familiar with the BHAG, and I think if you don't have one, everybody needs one. And uh, so mine, uh, I've got it written down in my long-term goals. It's been my long-term goal for a couple of three years now. It is to, um, so Texas A&M does not have a dedicated school of corrosion engineering right now, and um, I want to be the name sponsor of the Dunham Tatum School of Corrosion Engineering at Texas A&M University one day. If I can hit that, then uh, I'll, be, I'll be in good shape. Well, you'll probably get an email or a phone call from someone from the, the foundation and <laughs> as soon as this drops. But... <laughs> yeah, probably so. <laughs> just, just go ahead and write the check now. That's great. <laughs> that, 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 absolutely. They, 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 they might just have to hold it for, for a little while. 
<laughs> All right. So this brings us to the lightning round, right? Well, right. lightning round is a series of questions that we're going to ask you. Uh, you have 30 seconds or less to answer each one of these. Okay. So we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on each one of these, but let's jump right into it. All right. So what is your favorite hack? It can be technology hack. It could be a, a health hack, mindset, whatever. Anything goes here, but what is your absolute favorite hack since we are Aggie Growth Hacks? So um, my biggest hack is what I call the five magic minutes. I pulled that from a growth coach session that I was in one time, a business, business coaching. And it's basically take five minutes at the end of your workday dedicated to just writing down, all right, where am I at? What do I need to do tomorrow? What, do I, what did I get done today? And so that you're not running out of the office with a hundred things on your mind, and especially if you're going home to your family or even if you're trying to go you know, out or enjoy some, some other activity, you're still going to have business on your, on, on your mind. So take five minutes at the end of, at the, at the end of your workday to kind of settle your day, clear your mind so that then you can en truly engage in other activities because as business owners, as entrepreneurs, we're almost all self-admitted. We're workaholics. You just, you just don't get to this point usually unless you're very passionate about your job, uh, but you've got to have balance in life. And uh, that, that helps me achieve that balance more than, more than anything. Oh man, Trevor, that, that's awesome. I think I'm going to start implementing that. I'm not big on new year's resolutions, but that has been a struggle I've got. So I'm stealing that one right now. Yep. There you go. What did you call that again? The five magic minutes. Five magic minutes. Love it. So Travis, what is one book, podcast, or album that you're listening to or you're, you're really digging right now that our listeners need to check out? Other than Aggie Growth Hacks, naturally. That's uh, what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, the one that uh, I think is very appropriate right now, one of my uh, favorite books, quick read, is Who Moved My Cheese? It's all about uh, adapting to change. And yep. uh, life is life is always changing. Uh, your job is always changing. Even if you don't see it every day, it's always changing. Nothing, nothing is stagnant. And the ones that can adapt to that change and uh, take advantage of, of the opportunities that it, that it presents will be the ones that are, that are successful. And um, that's been a good one that I recommend to, um, to everybody that uh, is, is interested in business and just uh, being, you know, being better tomorrow than you are today. And I couldn't agree more. And, and, and you're probably dealing with that, moving your cheese more than anything right now. <laughs> it is, yes, sir. <laughs> so next question, what's, what's the challenge that you're currently facing and how can the Aggie Network help support you on it? The hiring. We need more people. We need more good, good people. We uh, tap that Aggie Network a lot. Uh, in order to find good people, so we you know we have we have a great internship program. Half a dozen interns working for us right now that we uh, tend to grow into careerists here. I think personnel and hiring is our biggest challenge and our biggest way that we're leaning on the the Aggie network right now and uh, reaching out and recruiting quality employees. Okay, Travis, I, I've got two follow-up questions uh, to that. Is there a specific skill set that you're looking for? Are you looking for technical engineers? Are you looking for financial planners? Are you looking for people on the office staff? What's we're, um, Yeah, the main, the main thing that we're looking for is a good, strong project managers that are also professional engineers. It's uh, those, those guys with those soft skills and the technical skills seems to be the hardest thing for us to find right now. I mean, yeah, we are 
recruiting interns and we are recruiting you know inspectors and we are recruiting those technical positions but the uh, finding the guys that have the balance between the, the technical and the business development sales project management being able to prioritize tasks keep projects on schedule on budget high quality those are the skills that we find in, in most demand right now gotcha and so if someone has those skill sets and wants to, ch- to check you out how can the Aggie network get in touch with you and and help with that so we have we have two websites now. We have DunhamEngineering.com, and then we have our newly launched DudleyDunham.com. Um, phone numbers are on there, emails, all that good stuff. My email is Travis at DunhamEngineering.com, and uh, encourage anybody that's interested to send to send us an email or give us a call, and we'll um, be excited to visit with you about which opportunities might be a fit. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much for uh, for taking your time to, to meet with us today. I mean, you guys are an amazing engineering firm. You are uh, obviously fast growing and you are dealing with that growth, I think, head on and you're tackling and, and finding ways to continue to not let those challenges keep you down. So I am most excited to see what you and the firm is going to do over the next couple of years. Well, thank you for the kind words, Greg. Really, really appreciate that. And uh, thank uh, both you guys for all your support along the way. We're also a customer of Chris now, and uh, it's been a big help, head and shoulders above what we had in the past. And uh, it's been a great, great asset to us. And uh, it's what it's all about, right? Finding good people, good Aggies to work together and grow. That's been a good relationship all the way around. Awesome. Awesome. Same here. Absolutely same here. Y'all are one of our easiest clients. Well, thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that wraps us up. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for sharing all of your growth hacks with us. How about that, Ags? Was that amazing or what? There's some really valuable hacks that uh, Travis shared with us. What was your favorite, Greg? Probably no real surprise, Chris. Being being a banker, one of the things that I really keyed on is that Travis and his company knows and understands their numbers. He looks at the financials, he can interpret them. And I think that that is so important for entrepreneurs to be able to, one, know that the technical skills of what their business does, but then also to be able to look to see, okay, what are the financials telling me? How strong are we? Are we in a position that we can grow? Are we in a position that we can merge? And how do we, how do we make sure that uh, in the day, in the industry that we operate in where there's so much unknowns that you've got the financial strength and ability to be able to continue to be around for years to come. Yeah. What what about you? Well, my biggest one was the uh, five minute. uh, What do you call that? The five magic minutes at the end of the day, man, that was so cool. If you know me, I am totally into productivity and making sure that I stay on track with my goals and and my tasks and and everything that I need to do, not just for me, but for my employees. And this is a hack that I could totally even hand over to my employees and say, hey, you need to do this. It's almost as good as as my blocking and tackling hack, right? That one. And, you know, that's just absolutely, you know, I'm totally stealing that and, and, and running with that one. That's for sure. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope you enjoyed it, and we would be honored if you just leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbeam, wherever you found us. Be sure to check us out on our website at www.aggiegrowthhacks.com, where you can hear the past episodes and you can connect with us. 
Join us next time where we connect with other great Aggie entrepreneurs and learn how they hack their growth. Until then, I'm Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Until next time, thanks and gig them. Whoop!